Greetings, 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 our fellow podcast family out there. Welcome back to another episode of Plucking Strings with Ted and Alice Miller. First and foremost, Alice and I sincerely hope that this podcast finds you well. If you're listening in your home, if you're listening in your car, if you're listening in the morning with a cup of coffee, or if you're listening in the evening with a beer, or if you're listening in the morning with a beer, we hope that uh, we sincerely, sincerely hope you're plucking away happily through life. And uh, we are just so happy to be able to bring these podcasts to you, share this information with all of our musical friends that we are getting a chance to meet. And we are coming to you from Yankton, South Dakota, located in the southeast corner of the state. And it is getting to be the time of year that is our favorite in this lovely town. We are right along the Missouri River, right below the Gavin's Point Dam. And above the Gavin's Point Dam is Lewis and Clark Lake. So that brings lots of tourists to the state that brings or to this part of the state that brings boating, camping, fishing, all kinds of good outdoor activities. And it also kicks off the time of year when there's more outdoor music. So we start to get music from other musicians coming around for music at the Meridian. Six Meridian Hop starts their mm. music soon. Um, of course, Ben Hanton continues his music here at the Copper Room, and Michael Schumacher continues live music at the AME. So really, in a nutshell, we're just excited because it's getting to this fun time of year where you get to be outside, you get to take in the festivities and take in all this live music. Right. And there's, you know, rest assured, if you're not the outdoor type, we have professional indoorsmen here, even though it is a very outdoor community. And uh, so, yeah, you could come to the Copper Room upstairs above Ben's and enjoy a wonderful Ben's beer or one of their wonderful cocktails and hear music there, too. So with all that being said, mm -hmm. we are excited to bring this next episode to yes, you. We are. Um, this is an episode with Little Red and the Medicated Moose. Or Brian and Tiffany juries. They were a lot of fun today. Yeah, we really enjoyed getting the chance to sit down and visit with them. And we think you're going to fall in love with them just like we did. Yeah, and it's pretty it's pretty cool because we're a husband and wife uh, duo and they are a husband and wife songwriting duo as well. So it was like bantering husband and wives. It was pretty cool. Uh, I think I just found a dynamite way to bring into ourselves into a shameless plug, Alice. We said we're musicians as well. So why don't you tell uh, the wonderful audience out there about our music? We are musicians as Ted just said. And you can find all of our music, our tour schedule, all of our um, social media pages at our website, Um And please go check it out, support live local music. And with no further ado, let's head right into our episode. Episode is Little Red and the Medicated Moose. Everybody, thanks for coming along for the ride. Well, Little Red and the Medicated Moose, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Hey, Thank guys. you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Yankton. This is you've been to Yankton before. Have you performed in Yankton before? Uh, yeah, we played at Stringers. Stringers uh, that's we also right. played at the Rounding Third. I think it is all not open now. No, but, uh, that is yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah rounded and there. went home. Yeah, yeah we we <laughs> played to about uh, my parents there before. So yeah, we've been here a couple times. We live in Elk Point, South Dakota, so we come up to Yankton quite often. So. Well, I thank you so much for coming because um, being friends uh, that we've known each other, I don't know, six months, close yeah. to a year now yeah. since we've since we've uh, met. But um, as people will see after hearing this podcast and checking out your Facebook and website, you guys are on the move a lot. You guys <laughs> yeah. are playing a lot. Yeah, and, uh, we have van, will travel. That's where we are. 
<laughs> right on, right on. Well, it's awesome. It's inspiring to watch um, what you guys have been doing with music and to kind of follow where you've where you've been, how many shows you'll pack into a weekend. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, again, thank you so much for coming and meeting with us today, sitting down so we can get to know you better. Thanks and, for having us. Yeah. Oh, this oh, is awesome. Pleasure stars. <laughs> um, yeah. And I have to ask, I mean, Lil Red, the name of your band, obvious. Little Red and the yeah. Medicated Moose. Yeah. Little Red, obvious. Yeah. Medicated Moose. Go. So we get this question all the time. They're like, what is the medication? What do you, what's your medication? I always say, what do you have? But um, but basically, we, we came up with the name uh, a long time ago, before we even started the band. It was one of those things where Little Red and the something, and uh, we did a band name generator online, and it came up. First, it was going to be like something bear, because I'm a big guy. I'm a bear, kind of. She's like, I don't like bear. And then we we were doing this name generator. We knew it was Little Red, and there was something moose. And I was like, medicated moose. I was like, that way we're the longest name on the entire show bill, so everybody has to take notice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you guys are brilliant. Psychological, or they just make our font extra small, and then you don't see us on the poster at all. Right, right. (laughs) I don't know. It was just a catchy name. Uh, Marketing moose. Moose. Everybody likes mooses. Meese. Whatever. I don't know. People like moose. Meese. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves meese. (laughs) (laughs) Little red and the medicated meese. Yeah. If you clone yourself. Yeah, and it's easy to make the connection. Nobody has to guess who's little red and who's the moose i'm gigantic so you know that's that's my dad joke usually to start with little red medicated moose because you can't guess who the moose is so yeah. right on yeah yeah so i've never heard i'm like because i mean our band name is ted and Alice miller so boy did, didn't we hop on the original point, train right point. yeah i didn't but, have to uh, guess your names yeah yeah nice. yeah it was it all in our easy. marketing scheme right like, yeah. not but we should take any like Thing so I've never heard of a band generator. This has me kind of yeah. If you like, if you go on Google and you type in band name generator, you can put in keywords like if you were if you wanted Miller in there, and they can generate, and then it'll come up with the weirdest stuff you could possibly think of. Mm. One, it comes up with really cool song names, but uh, also you can find uh, some really hilarious band names in there too. So that it would be really fun, fun to yeah. use this generator and it's to free. come Just... up with ideas for yes. songs, right? Like generate <laughs> yeah. a song you title she and does then form around it. Yeah, when she's writing there's a there's like a random what do you do it's like a random uh subject thing um there's a i don't know what the site is but it gives you three keywords and sometimes when you write a lot of songs and you think you've written your best songs you get intimidated by that and you yeah. keep trying to you put too much pressure on yourself so as a practice i would pull up the site where it would give you four keywords and i would try and fit those four keywords within a song so it would be like cherry and then street and then Witches. Two more, and then I would just witches, <laughs> yeah. and so I wrote a song about that, and it just, and then I can write a good song after that because it gets your kind of gets creative thinking going, and it gets you to loosen up. Because if yeah. you can write a funny song about witches on Cherry Street, then <laughs> <laughs> right. you can surely connect with yourself and write something a good one. Right. personal. Yeah. Wait, not that your witches on Cherry Street <laughs> might not be good, but it it is very good. But you know, um, you know, we don't want to. Uh, <laughs> We don't want to say it's not good until we've never finished it. But there's a lot of times it's it's uh, lyrics. It's coming up with just random lyrics. She's really good at pulling lyrics out of thin air, something catchy, and uh, and we're like, oh, that fits into that one that we've been working on for like seven years. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. so that's what's nice about it is it just gets your brain thinking in a different way. Yeah, you know, when I when we had two podcasts ago, or no, our most recent released podcast with Drew Peterson, he was talking about, I looked into it a little bit, but he was talking about that 52-week club. Yeah. 
And have you ever dived into that? Yeah, we had some uh, friends in Colorado that did it. We've never done it. Right, Uh, I haven't either. We're not that prolific of writing writers yet as far as finishing stuff. I like the yet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We uh, were very, very good at starting things. uh, And then they kind of, we kind of just let them sit there and boil until they're ready to finish. And that's kind of what we've done so far. So Yeah, yeah. And I like what you said about just finding these little nuggets because, like I said in that other podcast, I don't want to get too repetitive. But, you know, um, I've had this mindset lately it's kind of been kind of screwing me over in my songwriting a little bit because I get this idea and I start it and then I'll almost be like well I better step away and let the rest come naturally Mm -hmm. instead of sitting there and working on it working on it like Mm -hmm. until it's done and then you like so then it's like okay I think I started a really cool tune here Mm -hmm. but why the hell am I walking away from it but I do instead of just building and and Drew said when he talked about being a sculptor and just keep an ad and ad and ad and ad and cut back so I've been trying to do that I can't say the verdict's out on how well it's going. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. For us, it's like it comes out of nowhere. Like we'll have a really catchy – she's amazing at catchy. And I, yeah, I, I noticed that at, in your guys' yeah, tunes. Yeah, yeah. There's just some great catchy stuff. If you want to describe us in, in like a few words, it's simple and catchy. That's Those are the kind of things that we love. And she's amazing at coming with the catchy melodies. And once we have a melody, I'm like, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? And then – you know, four or five months down the road, we'll think of an idea, you know, like we wrote a song about like, oh, fairy tale creatures gone wrong. I think we're maybe watching Shrek or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, and gingerbread men getting eaten by the, the prince or whatever. And then we're like, okay, that's a cool idea. And then we had this idea in the back and we're like, okay, that fits together. And it's just like puzzle pieces sometimes. You just so. got to be open to inspiration whenever yeah. it comes to you. Yeah. So no yeah. pressure on finishing it. Sometimes it just needs, it takes a while. Sometimes they happen all at once, which is awesome, but mm-hmm. never, it doesn't happen very often. So yeah. Yeah. But they all couldn't be like that, right? Yeah, right. Like, I know. Another epic song. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I'm still waiting for the epic one. So. Yeah. yeah. So then it definitely sounds like for you guys, as far as writing a song goes, it's lyrics first. Well, not necessarily. No. Um, it's it's melody, uh, and we okay. and as long as it's catchy, she, usually it's her singing something randomly, and I'm like, okay. and I'm like, because we we're really good at starting separately. So I'll okay. come up with a guitar part, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll save it. I'll put it on my phone. She's she's she'll be in her room. She'll do some meditation, and she's like in the zone, and she's coming up with random stuff, and then she's, and then I'm like hearing it from the other room. I'm like, oh. Like that's catchy. I was like, I'll that? be I'll be singing that? that all night, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, and then we kind of just piece it together. So that's that's what we've been doing. So I tend to write choruses first. Yeah, I'm a very basic guitar player. I just <laughs> okay. play it well enough to get my creative thinking going, and then lyrics start coming to me and out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'll write a chorus, and then I have an idea of what the song should be about, but I don't have the vocabulary of how I want it to go. And then all the pieces, right? You know? Um and then I show him the start and he's like, Oh, we can we can make a song out of this. (laughs) And he's a hell of a writer. Yeah. Yeah, So I was gonna ask because on stage I haven't seen you play guitar. So I was wondering you were talking about Mm -hmm. she goes in her room, you do your meditation and you kinda get going. I'm like, so picturing in my mind, are you in there just singing or humming a melody? But no, you do Nope, just messing around on guitar, playing different things. She 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 can write to almost anything too. Like she'll get her keyboard out, or she'll go on YouTube and be like, "Cool rap beats," and then like she'll pull that up, and then she's writing random stuff to that. Uh, but yeah, there's, she can. She there's can play something guitar. about rap beats that just makes you want to tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I just hit play, and I'm like, "Listen, listen," and then all these lyrics start coming out. She's from the streets, and I record them, and then I write them down, and then we organize them, and then yeah, you're not hard. You yeah. can't take it too seriously yeah. because. 
um, you just put too much pressure on yourself, yeah, and right. then as soon it as doesn't. you try to write something, and you like, I'm going to write it now. It always, it never happens. But as soon as you're just having fun with it, that's when we've had the best luck. I sure. Guess. I feel For like us. definitely, yeah. You bring out the serious side. It's like, oh, I'm going to be intense. I, mm-hmm. like you said, write the song now. Mm-hmm. I shut down. Yep. Yeah. It's like, uh, and then there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah, there's discipline and you know, making something happen and then there's forcing it to happen. Oh, absolutely. And if you're taking every day forcing on finishing one thing, you're missing out on all these opportunities of other songs that you could have been open to, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but that's just what we do. I mean, that's, um, we've we've been together a long time, so, and we've always been into music, uh, so we have a bunch of pieces and notebooks and we've always both written, so it's just, we have lots of puzzle pieces and we try to find the rest of them that fit together, so... I have journals from the age probably eight and up. I've always okay. So that leads, that kind of brings me to a curious question because when Alice and I first started doing music together, I had been doing music for quite a while, um, and I was just kind of like, "You're gonna do this with me, pretty much <laughs> as, as we <laughs> got going." Does that sound you like know, Brian? Does yeah, that like... sound like <laughs> that's me? <laughs> right? Yeah, right. he's so, the driving force. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. as of late, and it sounds like you guys are you know pretty much in the same boat, mm-hmm. but. Uh, as of late, Alice has started to do a lot more songwriting, mm-hmm. lyrically and stuff. When we first started out, I mean, it was pretty much me, and then she was adding the harmonies and, 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 and ideas. But now she's bringing more lyrics to the table. So is it the way it's always been, like, with um, you? It, so so as far as, like, us starting to play music... Was uh, it you doing most of the writing right away? Well, no, we've always, we've always kind of both done it i mean okay. if it's a sappy romantic you know gushy song that's me every time pretty much mm-hmm. and then yep. she and if it's a hardcore yeah. rap yeah. song that's, it's that's, then it's that's me it. yeah everything else everything good she wrote but basically <laughs> i finished and oh that's gosh. it so but yeah i mean um we really didn't we always wrote like i always had a notebook and we i was like a weird awkward kid i was the biggest guy in the room that would never talk to anybody growing up so i was i was very shy uh growing up i got bullied a lot uh so it wasn't even until after high school when I was like second year in college where I even got I think I I wanted to play guitar my hands were too big so I couldn't play guitar so I got a bass and I started a blues band uh called Premium Draft and we did that for 10 10 years last year so for that band quite a bit too I wrote like one song every record so about every year I would write one song but it just I never really knew I could write more than that until we both kind of started and this was something we always knew we wanted to do as soon as we started dating we were always singing together even before we knew how to play anything on guitar or anything so right on okay yeah it's kind of open because I whereas if it would have been the latter like with us like with you starting to write more lyrics and before a lot of times I'll have a melody on guitar mm-hmm. and now you're just bringing me lyrics and it's <laughs> been some awesome. pretty yeah some fun yeah. okay how is this gonna I'll I'll play you this and let's see yep. if it goes. But I have a feeling I want to bring more rap beats in. No, <laughs> try it. Hey, <laughs> it's worth a try. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so you guys both kind of hit on something key for me that's helped with bringing me into some of the songwriting too. Is you talked about a journal, you've journaled for years. You talked about notebooks. It's like yeah. When this stuff hits you, you have to write it down. Just let it out. Yeah, you don't have to organize it even into a song. Just no, write it out, and yeah. you can organize yeah. it later otherwise yeah. you'll forget it that's yeah. what we found out so you just have to get it down either recorded in your phone 
or written down somewhere. Otherwise, you're not going to remember it. It's gone as yeah. fast as it came. Oh, you think yeah. it's going to mm-hmm. stick yes. with you. It's yep. like, oh, I got this. But then the next day when you're in a completely different zone, you're like, yeah, I don't it's even gone. remember what that was. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so I that's the notebook and journaling is something mm-hmm. that I've done a lot more of in the last, I'd say, four or five years or whatever. I'm and more but, like you in that way. Journals, mm-hmm. you know, meditating, writing, yeah. that kind of stuff. Being outside kind of helps me just being oh, in my yeah. natural environment mm-hmm. he always thinks of his best ideas in the shower <laughs> i don't know what it is about that but he he gets out of the shower he's like you, you'll never believe what i just thought of we have a song yeah, <laughs> okay. either way like yeah. what how when? did this happen yeah. either either in the shower or at work that's when yeah. i'm if i'm i usually have my headphones and listening to podcasts i'll probably be listening to myself talk high future me right now when i'm working uh but if i'm not listening for you to hear yeah, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna definitely laugh but anyways like, i'll either if I'm not listening to podcasts, then I'm sitting there listening to some of our ideas on my phone through my headphones. And I'm, you know, I, I used to do sales and all that, but now I I just kind of do manual labor. So I I can just sit there and a lot of it comes to you then if you have just nothing else to do, but keep your, you know, body occupied doing something and then your mind's thinking about that. So that's, that's when I usually think of it too. So right on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you guys don't mind, I think we should switch gears a little bit. This uh, It's been pretty fun. This podcast is kind of going in reverse order from some time. We never like... want to say we're structured by any means. <laughs> oh, but, oh uh, we try to be, but you... then it just never works out. Life like happens. Like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, so we kid ourselves. We delved into the songwriting stuff a little bit, but uh, for the listeners out there, you know, we, we have said we're coming here from Yankton, and you guys are originally from, are both of you, let's, let's learn a little more kind of about your guys' uh, Roll up in life. Like you guys are both from Elk Point, South Dakota, originally, or no? We uh, we both grew up in Sioux City, in Sioux and City. Okay. Uh, we both went to East High School. Uh, I, I I was three years older than she was. I graduated in 05. She graduated in 08. Um, she was really good friends with my sister, and that's how I met her. And uh, basically, that's that's where we came from is, is Sioux City East High School, and then. We got married, well, what are we at now, five years ago, and uh, we've been dating almost 10 or more now. It's been a yeah. while, but we uh, got married, bought a house in Elk Point, and we've been there ever since, so that's that's where we are now. So I didn't know you in high school, but I remember seeing you. Like, I was eyeballing you, but... <laughs> Couldn't miss me. I was <laughs> the really eye. giant, yeah. quiet guy, so... Your sister's yeah. like, I think you and my brother would be really good together, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we and yeah. you know she she lived with our family for a while. She she had some uh, tough family times, and she lived with us uh, after she went to school for about a semester. And then I think I I was constantly hanging, wanting to hang out with her. She was awesome. She loved music. She's a redhead. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> and she's like, you know, we just want to be friends and all that. And yeah. Uh, but she was going to Wayne State, and I helped her move out after the first semester. She uh, was there playing rugby, and that was about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even remember what I was going to school for. Yeah. I wasn't good in school. Yeah, so. <laughs> but rugby, yes. But yeah. rugby, I was good at. Well, that's, he can handle me. He's a tall, big guy. Yeah. You know, there's, we wrestle <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, I think uh, she was saying that it's still at Wayne State College. There's, like, video of you, like, recklessly taking down, like, 300-pound ladies. Yeah. And, like, she's They just, still show videos of me, like, this is how you tackle. <laughs> so yeah shoulder problems till this day because of it so yeah, yeah. but yeah she ended up living with I'm just, us i'm, I'm, a I'm sorry I'm, i have a grudge getting visuals of this, I'm, of this I'm rugby stuck life. with this vision of sweet tiffany 
from what I see of her, like just taking people down. Yeah, yeah we're well, we're big WWE fans, yeah. so we'll like do moves on each other yeah, and some like power bombs and you know all that stuff. Yeah, no, she's this a is a whole no. separate podcast we're yeah, going to do on um, wrestling. Like... My life is never going to be the same. Yeah, after yeah, this. you don't want to know any more about that. You guys didn't know we were a whirlwind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we thought we liked you. Now we know. Heck yeah. 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 Wayne State's always kind of been known for rugby, yes. haven't they? They've always yep. had a pretty big rugby deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, party school and rugby. That's yes. that's kind of what yeah. they've always known it yeah. for. So, and I've never learned the like growing up in Nebraska. I went to college in North Dakota, so when I got up there, I didn't know nothing about hockey. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, but that, that was the that was it. Yeah. That was the main sport up there. And I still, even leaving North Dakota, I still didn't understand it all yeah. that well. I'm like, oh dang, but rugby, I've never. Uh, dove into the rules. The... I don't think she I... knows how to play it either. You just hit people. <laughs> yeah, okay. just, she, just, it's pretty simple. They were always like, just <laughs> tackle the person with the ball, and yeah. then she did that. So <laughs> Tiffany's version is you just tackle people. Yeah, yeah. it's got to get out the aggression somewhere. Yeah. We're not in a punk band, so you got to you know. <laughs> well, and then people. that's why music is so good for me because it gets all those emotions out. You know, it's kind of a therapy. So it's a release. Yeah, it is. So, so music. Have you both always been around music or? Like, when did you both start picking up music? I've been, well, um, I've been singing pretty much since I was really young. I was, my mom bought me a karaoke machine. She was super supportive and I would sing at home all the time. And then I'd start doing live shows for my sister. Did that sound okay? She's like, shut up. It sounded fine. (laughs) Leave me alone. And I would just sing all the time. And, um, when I was younger, I tried out for John Casablanca Talent Agency. They do like modeling and acting. They got all the Disney people in, in the late nineties oh, and yeah. early two thousand. Like Topanga from Boy Meets World yeah. went there and Yeah, they wanted yeah. her. So I'm lucky I found her because she was supposed to go be for that guy uh, in that talent agency, but the, her mom couldn't afford it. I was uh, one of like two people selected. They came to Sioux oh, City wow. and did auditions. Oh, wow. I made it, and they're like, "Well, it's going to be a thousand dollars to send you to Disney and get you training and acting and all of this stuff." And my mom couldn't afford it, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me because who knows where I'd be, you know, going through acting and yeah, yeah. singing. Yeah. It'd be a whole different world. I never would have what what we have. Yeah. And then high school, I think um, you tried out for American Idol. You yep. tried that, but stage fright got the best of me. I was sixteen, <laughs> and oh I did God. a song, I and my little legs were just shaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was so nerve-wracking. It did, was Did you throw up beforehand? Um, no, I didn't, but I like bawled my whole way out. I was like, <laughs> I messed up on this one no. <laughs> and when I sing, my voice gets shaky when I'm when I'm nervous and it just yeah. I never ever thought I would get over that. Like I said I would do sh- live shows at home for my family and I would you know, just I would never ever sing in front of people, and then it took Brian driving for us to be like, "No, we can do this. Yeah, like, let's yeah. do every open mic night. Let's do every opportunity yeah. we can to be in front of people." And I would get sick, like yeah. right after or right before. I just felt, and then um, I repetition. decided that well, it's repetition mm-hmm. and stage fright isn't the fear of the stage; it's what other people are yeah, thinking yeah. of you and trying to. To, mm-hmm. searching for perfection it's not about that so i started thinking about the lyrics of the song and what music is really about and why ruin something for yourself if you love performing mm-hmm. so good. much yeah. why ruin that for yourself right. so mm-hmm. i'd close my eyes and get into this fantasy world of what the song is about and then eventually it got easier mm-hmm. um but even still some days i 
I can I can play, you know, 30 shows and feel confident and amazing. And then I'll have one and there's three people in the crowd and I'm just nervous for no reason (laughs) at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that a little bit beforehand um, about those those shows, the ones where you get into them and it's like, I just can't get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And it is crazy. It's like it's in your head. But what is it? What is it? Is it something tricky, not yeah. getting something back from the crowd? Is it like, I don't know. It's I, hard. I mean, it's all in your head for us. We're human. You're yeah. not always going to oh, be, yeah. you're not always going to mm-hmm. feel um, confident. You know, there are times when yeah. you're just having, having a day, day. having yeah. an off yeah. day. Yeah. It's yeah, so, normal. Yeah. She was almost famous as a little kid. I, I was a really awkward little kid and <laughs> I, I, I always loved music and I, I always played, uh, I never played any instruments until after high school, but uh, we were both in varsity choir at East. We never were in the, at the same time because you were like a freshman and I think I was a senior. Yeah. But uh, she was in show choir. I did the varsity choir, but I was really nervous. I, I didn't want to sing out enough so anybody would notice that I was singing. So it, in a weird way, I mean, I helped her with stage fright. I never wanted to even talk on stage or sing on stage until she came around. It's it's pretty easy to uh, have some confidence with a, a, a hot redhead not, next up. to you. So oh <laughs> it, helps, it helps out. So, so yeah, we help each other Aww. a lot. So, yeah. Right. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of the background. And then, you know, I I started the blues band and then I met her when I was playing in the blues band. I played bass because my fingers are too big to play guitar at the time because I just couldn't figure it out. And uh, she always was coming to our shows, and she wanted to be on stage. Yeah, she was our roadie. (laughs) Right on. And wanted to be on stage. Oh, yes. I loved it. Yeah. And then you played, you got, you started with Emily. Yep. Um. Well, I followed you guys for a while, and then Emily was a good friend of mine. I Emily I was drinking way too much one night, and yeah. she was singing a song that I liked, and I'm front row and the, singing it back, and she calls me up on stage, and I had just enough drinks to do it. Sure. <laughs> Liquid. And then, that's right. And then a year later, she calls me randomly, and she's like, I'm in a 10-piece soul band. Would you like to sing backup vocals for me? And I said yes, hung up, and called Brian. I'm like, what did I just do? I can't <laughs> sing in front of people. <laughs> I love that you. And said she did yes, not give though. me an option. She didn't give me an option. She's like, "Yeah, you're you're doing it." So that's where I learned how to sing harmony, uh-huh. um, and learned how to be on stage in front of people. Mm-hmm. Yep, that helped get over stage fright a lot. Her believing in me yeah. and giving me that opportunity. So, yeah. and then so, that kind of evolved into this. So yeah. So I've I noticed from that night we shared a show with you guys at the Vanguard, mm-hmm. which was super fun, and I think the first time that yeah. I got that was the to first s- time we met you. Yeah, guys. yeah. <laughs> we've heard of you guys. I mean, you, you, there's we check out all the husband and wife bands in the area. Because <laughs> well, why not? Yeah. I yeah. especially creep on your like home life. Not to be oh. weird, but you guys have horses. You go horseback riding, and you're just she such a free horses. couple. I mean, it's yeah. it's awesome. Well, you're gonna have to come out and get in the wagon with us. I would, I would yeah. love to. That is yes. <laughs> but so the show at the Vanguard, like like I said, it was a first time that I got to sit down and really watch the two of you mm-hmm. and I was just in awe of your stage presence because like you're up there you're like your hands are out and you're like <laughs> singing to the crowd and you're like totally getting into it and when I'm on stage if I'm not playing the drum and especially if I'm like standing up like my arms are stuck by my side they don't move right and <laughs> and, and I might tap out this rhythm on my leg but I'm like I just can't get them above my waist <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so I was watching going ah oh, you're owning it like that's so awesome yeah. how do you do that well it's- and Emily Emily who did um drama and high school told me that you might think you're 
you're making a big scene by putting your hands up a little bit. But from being in the audience, you're really not like you have to watch performers and how they have their hands up here. They're clapping. It's exaggerated, but it looks natural. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of have to let your body free your move. body yeah let, let it move. move move yeah shake it out before <laughs> you get up there I'm, I'm inspired now ted watch out i'm gonna show my <laughs> yeah. arms are gonna be up. Slap you a little i'm bit gonna on look accident. like the um She's what's gonna, the yeah. guy the, at the car dealerships that's like oh, the wacky up. inflatable wacky yeah. waving inflatable yeah. arm flailing tube yeah. men there you <laughs> exactly. go right. Right. really <laughs> she'll go from river dancing oh my to gosh that, so, yeah. i'm looking forward to it i'll yeah. be watching you all right no pressure don't let me down yeah on stage on stage we literally are just trying to make each other laugh is what we try to do and that's awesome and yeah, uh, yeah. it's just us trying not to take it too seriously because if we take it too seriously you know our egos we're gonna be like oh i messed up that word or i forgot those lyrics or i can't play guitar that good i think i can but i you know and we just have fun with it you know and, oh, it's yeah. obvious yeah. it's a it's a blast watching you well, too thank you and yeah. of course the chemistry on yeah. stage as well who did you say I look like when I sing and my hands go crazy? Oh, Joe Cocker. He she says looks I just look like <laughs> Joe Cocker. <laughs> she, what the hell? There's like a bunch no. of pictures on uh, that people send us because they're at our shows and they take pictures. And she's got these weird faces and her hands are up. And I'm like, you are the female Joe so Cocker. So mean. And, well, uh, when I really get into Joe a Cocker, song. Right on. Yeah. Uh, when I really get into a song emotionally, my hands do weird things. And I don't like to watch videos of all me. Bright, no, right. And my face does weird things too. <laughs> I, it's not pretty. The, the worst is like, when you've got a video and like you it pauses or or for some like, oh no whatever like <laughs> mid song and and it like sticks on that one like really yeah. crazy face yeah. Anyways, yeah. Those are the pictures you need to frame yeah, and blow up. Yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> seems to get pictures of me like that. That's, remind, that's what I always see. To remind us not to take ourselves too, too seriously. Right. Exactly. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of, like, I was telling Gina from uh, yeah. Vanguard yeah. the last time. Gina. I went down there for an, yeah, she is. She's wonderful. Yeah. I went down to Vanguard for one of the open mics, like, two or three weeks ago, just because I hadn't seen a lot of the crew for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And I feel compelled to back up just real quick um, to let the listeners know. And the reason this popped in my head, like, on our account for our podcast, I've seen the other day we had, like, a listener, a listener in Austria, I believe it was. Oh, So neat. I feel compelled to back up and just say we're talking about the Vanguard. You guys said you're from Sioux City. Yes. We should get the listeners out there wherever you're listening from this is we mean sioux city iowa yes and yankton south dakota mm-hmm. and the vanguard arts center is in sioux city iowa so maybe now the listeners can go look on a map and oh, we live vanguard in Elk Point, south so dakota nice. too so yeah, yeah. if you need to right. move to a place with two thousand people that's where we live <laughs> <laughs> vanguard reminds me a lot of the copper room yeah, here yeah um very intimate setting and nice lighting and it's more of like a singer songwriter night yeah. a lot of listeners mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah it's pretty neat it, it it does. When we've been down there, you can tell there's like the family that mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. to take in this live music and really enjoy it. And it's a lot the same up here, um, whether we're playing up here or whether we're taking in a show of somebody else up here. It's a lot of the same people mm-hmm. that'll come to enjoy music. Good support group. Yeah. yeah. People aren't there just to get wasted. They're also there to listen to music. So exactly. yeah. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. what we found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it is... You know, it is a bar, I suppose, just like the Vanguard, too. So yeah. it's like you, you get to have a good time and there's some talking or whatever, but it's it's much more, yeah, yeah. L- listening room. I think the first, yeah. the first, like, the first setting of when you're coming to the cap room 
is those stairs. Yep. It's like, okay, I am entering an alternate place from downstairs. Like, yeah. yep. what is above there? Yeah. You're getting, you're like, Where oh, am I yeah. going? Of course, we're this up here all easy. the time yeah. now. But, but yeah. Yeah. I love it. So for yeah. those listeners that are not familiar with the <laughs> Copper Room in Yankton, South Dakota, it's a speakeasy that's located above Ben's Brewing Company. And so you get to come up here and have all kinds of awesome... And you guys signature cocktail yeah. oh, to, yes. to take in some music of actually of Gina, Gina, and Gina Myers yeah. uh, there yeah. and Rick Borg and uh, Bob and a uh, Walt Walt, Walt yeah, Peterson, they, love yeah. Walt. yeah they yeah. they are amazing Central Time I love guys, all of them but they are oh, they're play. amazing they're yeah. all we had a lot of fun that was our first time here we played last year it was a hundred shows so we couldn't come to any open mic nights and we can sure. never come and we only had one show on Friday in Cedar Falls and then we we're like. Oh, okay. We have an open date, and Gina's playing. And Gina's done so much for us as musicians. Like, she was one of our first, like, super fans, and she's done everything for us. She's amazing. But so we we wanted to come support her, and we had to check this place out because we were coming here today. You got to figure out where I'm going. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Try out the beer beforehand. Yeah. That worked out, like, super awesome well. Yeah. Exactly. They were all playing here in the next, like, because we've had this scheduled for, yeah, it's been a month. Yeah. A couple months. The planets were aligned right there, man. It all that works out. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So we should probably take our pause. We'll take a little break here at the stopping point in the conversation. Right on. But and don't go anywhere. We'll be back for more. That's right. There will be more. So, uh, yeah, don't go anywhere. Well, actually, I just had an idea. What's your idea? We don't know exactly what's what we're all going to be doing for the second half of the po- of this podcast. But I feel compelled to, because uh, this is your guys' podcast. Oh, I mean, yeah. We're really wanting to highlight you guys and... and uh, and get to know you better and learn and everything wonderful that comes with these podcasts. But um, you have recently started your own podcast, and I'd like I'd like to, you to give the listeners a segue oh, right. to uh, check your new one out, too, because I've listened to your first two episodes, and I think it's a wonderful idea, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, so proceed <laughs> about what the, what this thing's about. Yeah, so um, I, I just started it not too, too many weeks ago. I, it's called The World Community. Basically, it's just an offshoot of our band, kind of our... our um, our look out on life, look on life, basically positive view. Uh, we, we both can't watch TV. We can't go on the internet because it's everything's so negative. So basically I just try to pull out some positive news stories, tell people about things that I love, uh, what kind of music I'm listening to, and then do a community spotlight where I, uh, kind of just focus on somebody that needs help, somebody that needs attention, somebody that I know would get, you know, any funding that they need or donations, uh, if anybody just heard about it. So that that's all it is. So I'm, I got to work on that next week because I got to get another one out by the end of the week. So <laughs> right on. yeah, but yeah, that's, that's my new project uh, along with the band. So, okay. I'm that- really happy you started that because yeah. the world could use a little more positive. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of my thing is like uh, internet. I think, I think we're going through a lot of growing pains right now. Uh, I, I think everybody was just as crazy back in the day, but uh, right. I think that everybody's amplified now and the crazy is the most amplified. And just the fact that everybody can go through life without, you know, beating people up or killing each other, I think it means that most people are, are good people. And that's kind of what I wanted to show. So. Right on. Hats That's off to awesome. you for that, because yeah. I've listened to the first two episodes, and I thought they were great. Well, thank you. Not only great for what you're doing, but uh, your your uh, your setup with, you, you know, you give a little bit of a yeah. in- intro, and then the person that needs donations or help speaks a little bit, then you bring it back in. It's a really compelling way to... It really holds attention very well. Well, yeah, and I kind of treat it like a like a news story. Uh, I, yeah, my first yeah. job when I was 16 years old, I, I worked at uh, KMEG as a, a local TV station in Sioux City. I was a production assistant, so I, I was 
doing like uh, cutting and mixing of like videos and things like that. So I kind of treat it like a news story in auto, audio form. So yeah, I, I do an I interview sure. and then I just kind of talk about it and then do a, a clip and all that fun stuff. So cool, cool. And that's the world community. So look that up on your uh, podcast players, everybody. Is it on all formats? I hope so. If I, okay. if I know what I'm doing, yes. <laughs> yes. If I don't, it's if you go to uh, our website, uh, our website is lrmmshow.com. Uh, Little Red Medicated Moose Band Show, Little Red Medi- Medicated Moose Show.com is what it is. And uh, you can find it there. There's links to it. So you can listen to it on there. And we'll make sure that we add links to all that in our comments for this podcast, too, so people can find it from there. But with that being said, let's take a short break and we'll be back in a little bit.
<laughs> Man, awesome. Great tune, guys. Thanks Thank for you. Thank you. Thanks for bringing the, the guitar that... I hear there might be another guitar purchase coming up soon. Yeah, it's too. coming. It's right coming. On. Send all suggestions to to me <laughs> on Facebook. I, I and uh, donation. Oh yeah, donations for new guitar. Go fund my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> this is a GoFundMe podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> no, but that guitar sounds great too. But it is always fun to get new guitars. Yeah, that yeah. one I got to get fixed, and it'll be out a little bit. So I need another big boy guitar, so that way I can travel and play with it. So. Yeah. Real musicians exactly. have two guitars. Exactly. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You need at least two. At least two. At least. But that song was called Paradise, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. It was, it's pretty funny. We apologize to the listeners. We didn't set it up that we didn't know if we were going to be, A, we didn't know if we were going to be doing a song, if you guys were going to be doing a song or not. And B, it was just such a fun conversation we were having. And it was, well, let's take a break. And uh, we just missed that little part. But, but it but. is plucking strings with Ted and Alice Miller. Yeah. So we're glad you wanted to pluck some strings. And yeah. I Okay, what's this crap about, like, my fingers are too big, I can't play guitar? Yeah, no kidding. Well, when I started, <laughs> that that was that was a thing. I, I When I was, it had to have been after high school, so I was I was young when I graduated. I was like 17, and I bought, I wanted to play guitar really bad, and uh, and I I went and out, tried it, and you know how hard it is to make the guitar sound good at all until you've been playing it for a couple months, but, and I've never took any lessons or anything, so I bought a classical guitar because oh, okay. it was further apart. My hands just couldn't fit, and then I was like, somebody wanted to start a band, and they're like, we need a bass player. I was like, that's only four strings, and they're way further apart, but I played the bass just like I played the guitar, <laughs> the, the same, that's why I can't use a pick to this day, because that's what I learned on was bass. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know how my fingers learned how to do it, but they're uh, yeah. practice makes yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you answered the question. I was, I was curious when you said you started on a classical guitar mm-hmm. because you do a lot of finger picking yeah. and stuff and you do it very well. And I thought maybe is, you know, typically how yeah. you play a classical guitar, you, you don't get after them strumming real hard. So I thought maybe, but it was more the bass. Yeah, it was, it was the bass. Idea. Yeah. And I, uh, and I was really into metal growing up. I had my phase, you know, and I was like, I want to be Cliff Burton. So I wanted to play it melodically and learn all that cool stuff. So I got really, that's kind of how I learned how to finger pick was trying to do cool bass stuff. And nobody wanted to hear that in a blues band anyways. Hmm. But, and then that kind of been there, I'd have been yeah. like, I would have yelled yeah. at Orion. Yeah. No <laughs> Anesthesia pulling teeth, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that your favorite metal band? This- oh man, that's a hard question. I, I've I've listened to everything. My favorite mus- musician of all time is Ray Charles. Okay. And uh, I mean, you hear from the uh, the past song, the '50s inspired. But that's really our wheelhouse. We love the simplicity and the catchiness of '50s and '60s songs. And I think we kind of accidentally put that into most of our songs. That I and I don't even realize it. But I had my death metal phase i was going to be a bassist in a death metal band mm-hmm. uh you know went to uh one of my first concert was metallica and godsmack that was awesome and then machine head and like all these crazy you know scream bands and then i then i cooled way down after that and then i got really into like mm-hmm. songwriters and old blues musicians and a yeah. little bit of everything so sure it kind of sometimes seems to be a pattern with song with like a singer songwriter act you know yep. it's I was like my first inspiration. Well, first off, it was Neil Young and John Prime, mm-hmm. my brother. But like right out of the gate, that was just what I was introduced to, you know. But then I, on my own journey, this sounds maybe generic, but yeah, I got totally engulfed in the punk scene and, yeah. and the metal scene and stuff like that. Then we go up, then we come back down to our songwriting. And yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I always got into the, the like Jimi Hendrix, like uh, Angel, the fly on my sweet angel. That song, I love that song. And things like that, I just would 
be gravitated towards like the songwriting things and then i got really into chris stapleton before he got huge and i was listening to him when he was in the steel drivers yes yes that got me into bluegrass and then he got massive and then there's no shortage of good songwriters now to listen to so yeah latest one i've been listening to that is tyler childers yeah you know, he's, he's amazing yeah yeah uh yeah jason isbell was another one that we i've, I've been into a lot lately we actually can say that Indirectly, we got to open for him at Saturday in the Park last year. So, oh my oh, gosh, right. you know, that's yeah, yeah. Right. Dude, Saturday in the Park. Yeah, and but he he didn't even know we were there, but I opened for him. He that's he right. totally gave me a head. You nod. totally did. Yeah. Maybe a head nod. Yeah, it was like six hours before, but we opened. He's a really good songwriter. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, how was playing Saturday in the Park? Was that awesome? It was sweaty first. Yeah. It was yeah, it really seems like hot. it's always a bakehouse when yeah. that happens. And it was oh, yeah. it was crazy. It was it was amazing because we grew up in Sioux City, so we always were like, "Oh my gosh, we want to play Saturday in the Park." And we and it was crazy because we get there and they're like, "Get there an hour early." We're there two hours early, and we're in our van behind the band shell. And they're just like, can't go up yet. Can't go up yet. They're sound checking for all the important people. You can't go up yet. And we were there two hours before, and we finally got on stage probably like 20 minutes before we started. And then everybody's throwing your stuff up and setting it up really quick. And we didn't even sound check. We're and they're used like, to setting Go. things up. <laughs> we're uh, like, can we help set up mics? They're yeah. like, nope, just get out of the way. We'll get it. So it was nice. like, and then we like, get this go. three, yeah. two, one and yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I didn't even have time to get ready. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it was a whirlwind, yeah. but it was amazing. It was neat. Yeah. They took care of us and yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Again, I should, we should uh, let the listeners know from abroad Saturday in the park is uh uh, it's a one-day event in Sioux City, yep. in Sioux City, Iowa, and they bring the headliner. It's just it seems like it gets better and better every year. They brought in some top-notch entertainment, and it's a it's a great time. You sit on you can either sit free. on the grass. It's free, free. yeah, and um, it's it's in downtown Sioux City, and you're gonna hear some of the best music. You'll hear all kinds of variety. I, I got to see BB King BB there. King I got awesome. to see you Bonnie know Raitt. Bonnie Raitt was there. Every, they've had Aretha Franklin. Aretha was Franklin there. was yes. there. Yeah, I mean some of the most uh, Avid Brothers. We saw everybody there, and it's it's just one of those things. Growing up in Sioux City, it's like we want to play there, so we got to. That was fun. So. That's awesome. I bet you'll be back again. Well, maybe, maybe point. we would love to. <laughs> so, tell us about. I mean, we kind of got sidetracked, but I really want to know about the song that you just played for us. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Paradise basically is what it's about is, uh, you know, it's not easy. We we uh, recently moved to part time doing all this music stuff. We played about 100 shows last year. So we're constantly running, constantly going, working part time. We're like walking zombies most of the time. But and sometimes it's like, is this worth it? This is really hard. And, uh, and we kind of took the perspective of... It's a 50s-style song that we wrote in the teens, the 20 teens. That's my joke when I introduce it every time. <laughs> but we uh, basically, it's looking back, everybody's always like, oh, the hard time where we thought we were completely broke and we had no money and couldn't even afford food, gas. Those were the good times. Like, that's that's what the song's about, basically. So Awesome. Just enjoying the moment you're yeah. in and not getting caught up in everything yeah. else. Finding the... yeah. Before you know you'll be seventy, you know. Before you know you'll be seventy, wishing you could turn back time. That's that's basically what it is. So. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it was awesome that you guys shared it with us today, and everybody else is going to get to listen. And um, 
the cool thing about doing these podcasts is, like I was telling you as you were setting up, it's like, oh, I get a private concert. <laughs> well, I guess Ted does, too. I can't just say yeah. me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Alice, I've played it for Hi. Alice, but Ted, you can She's listen. like, it's Wait, for me. Is, <laughs> is Ted here today? Oh, Ted was here? Never mind. <laughs> so I really, it, it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's off of our, our album. We just came out with it in, uh, well, not just, but January we came out with it. Um, yeah, it's called Stories, so 10, ten original songs. Songs that's on iTunes, Spotify, uh, pretty much anywhere you can uh, just download music, or we have them CDs. If you ever come to a show, we have a tip box setting out uh, with the CDs. Give us whatever you can: pizza, money, candy. It all feeds me either way, and just take a CD. So, didn't you just recently get some amazing looking cookies? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. We just played uh, two nights ago. We played in Cedar Falls, and uh, we played at the Brass Tap there in Cedar Falls. And uh, while we were there, somebody uh, dropped off some uh, cookies from uh, Insomnia Cookies, and apparently it's a chain in College Towns cookie place that's open till three a.m. that will deliver cookies to you when you're He's drunk. Like you guys are amazing. I'm going to bring you cookies. I'll be right back. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and he comes back with a box of like warm twenty cookies. something cookies. Oh, yeah, twenty oh, wow. like warm cookies. Yeah. We were Did you take a on. break right then and eat cookies? It was after the show, actually. After he left it, caught him, and breaks. came back. So, yeah, <laughs> we get we get all kinds of weird stuff in our tip box. It's kind of a part of the fun. I mean, the money's nice because we can spend that, but people put candy in there because I always do that same joke that I just did. Uh, there's some condoms in there still now. Uh, I wouldn't recommend using them. If you guys but need they're in one, there. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> 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 we recommend using them. Yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah, they're we recommend them. But we get we just toss them out. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know a grab bag. You never know what we're gonna get in there. We've actually had somebody put a piece of pizza in there once at yeah. that Dakota Brick House in Vermilion. That was somebody put a pizza That's a in nice there. That's a nice place, too. So it's so it's when just we get part home, we open the box, and there's just tons of randomness in there, and yeah. it's it's so much fun. fun. It is, yeah. That would be, and, and you guys do with your social media posts, you'll show yeah. different pictures or whatever, but yeah. I could just imagine the fun that could come along with it. Oh, that. yeah. Well, it we had somebody throw, she's like, I don't have any money on me, but I want a CD, and she throws in a piece of gum and takes a CD. That's I'm fine. like, that is awesome. <laughs> I'd rather Spread the music. You, yeah. I'd rather you enjoy it than. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, yeah. you came out and actually went to the show. You can take one for free, but give me gum. I mean, that's better. So, you right. know, yeah, we'll yeah. take it's it. It's a trade. It, it is. You're getting something in return. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Giving and receiving. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could hear in that song, obviously, with your, with the, is, can doo wop be a proper term I could yeah. use with what you did? Yeah, kind I of mean, like a 50s yeah. doo wop sound. Yeah, we brought up Ray Charles and yeah. stuff and you see where some of that influence is really shining yeah. through. He yeah. does awesome mouth solos. Those are pretty common <laughs> in our music. He's so good at them. I don't know. I can't solo on the guitar. So, like, if we're doing a cover, uh, you know, uh, like like Marshall Tucker Band oh, will yeah. do Can't You See? And we don't have a flute either, so I'm going to do mouth flute. So I just pretend to, to play flute with my mouth, and it's kind of an ongoing joke. So if I play a song that has a solo, I just scream and, you know, like scat the solo. And it's, you know, all the things you guys can see if you come out and see us live. So Yes. And to... we encourage it because it's very entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I would like to tell the listeners too: do get their CD. You just have the one out to date, right? Uh, we have two. There's you an EP. Uh, there's okay. an EP that we came out with. We actually recorded it before we even really started playing a lot of shows. We went out and recorded five songs that we had finished, and it was just kind of whatever we had. And then that was like two years ago. And then we spent the rest of the time we wrote 10 more songs and yeah that just came out in january so stories okay. is the the full length so yep. we are owners we are owners awesome <laughs> yeah no again and thank you for for uh, bringing your guitar and and performing for us it's it, we were talking on the break or prior to the or before we started one of the two um 
and I've said this before, but I was so super surprised uh, when we started this podcast. I, mm-hmm. I just it was, it was so ingrained into my head that I, I just thought people weren't going to want to perform shotgun like that you yeah. know of course if, if something you know we could retake if something you know went yeah. went awry went awry but we've never had to yet. no it's all been single takes and awesome. um anyway i just figured most people would be like no they might lock up or something um mm-hmm. but it's been a treat because it's been totally you know when you get them unexpected you know yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of times, like uh, I, I heard you say on a previous show, you get to play the songs that are quieter because a lot of times, yeah. you know, we have the funner, you know, crowd interactive songs that people really pay attention to. That one we do play live, but you know, we have we have some like "Cry Your Eyes Out" songs that it's like, "All right, you guys are having fun. Let me tell you a song about my dad." You know, and let it's like, you know, <laughs> whenever we do an encore, I want to do my saddest song, and he won't let yeah. me do it. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We have, there's a song on the CD. Like... Yeah, there's a song on the CD called "Daddy," and it's. It's depressing. It's about her dad, and and and, she, and it's a really good song. Yes, we it is. I know that song well. Yeah, we yeah. want to play it for everybody, but you can't like be like, you know, thanks guys, encore, yeah. And then here's the most depressing song we have, and you know, so <laughs> I'm just gonna it. leave you with that. Yeah, I just exactly. want to do it once. Yeah, just to see their reaction. We'll, we'll probably do it eventually. <laughs> yeah, just to see how they react. They'll be like, "That's it." Can you play us another one? Yeah, exactly. One more, please. I don't want to. There was one show. We had a standing ovation. Everyone's cheering and they're screaming encore. And they wanted to hear some Chris Chris Stapleton Stapleton song, which we hadn't done before. But we thought, oh, we could we could wing it. We're to pull it off. We're rock stars. We can do this. (laughs) Bombed it completely. And then we ended, and the crowd was just silent. (laughs) And then we just walked (laughs) off stage. We're like, that's our cue to leave. Yeah, it happens. Hey, they didn't request another song, so we got to go home at, you know, 1, 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. So we learned to end on a high note. We try to. Right on, East. Yes. And and. And lesson learned, end on something you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm. <laughs> end strong with yeah. anything in life. Yeah. If you start strong, end strong. It yeah. doesn't You're matter good. what's in the middle. Right. Just. Well, yeah. that's exactly. that's my thing when we're playing is I'll, I'll do anything for 20 bucks, but it's got to be 20 bucks. And I'll, I'll I'll embarrass myself with a song, but you're going to have to pay me for it. And guess what? You're in my trap. You're going to have to hear my original song, too. So you're probably going to go home with a CD. That's just kind of the way we've always done it. We've always kind of wanted to be able to play any room anywhere. So we can play at the biker bar where they want to hear Skinner and and then we can play Copper Room where we can play just originals. That's We always wanted to be very – we can mold ourselves to wherever mm-hmm. we're at. So sure. that's kind of what we've always tried to do. And we can get bigger or smaller. We have the big band, with a, which is a five-piece. We usually travel in a three-piece with Matt Van Meter on the cajon. Uh, or we can do as little as a two-piece. So mm-hmm. just yeah. try to be – Treat it like a business. Yeah, basically. Just yeah. It, try to play anywhere we can. So Sure. And well, I, and, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, as far as – playing anywhere you can so you guys have you you've toured right have you or you not not in the uh we play all the time we had 100 shows last last year i i book everything so a lot of it doesn't make sense like this year we'll be playing okaboji and then we're in mitchell south dakota and then we're in over here and it's like a lot of driving kansas city We, we i try to get as far out as we can but no official tour yet okay did you guys go to Colorado last year? Last two years we've gone out to Colorado and back and that was just me bugging the crap out of somebody and letting us go to play in Colorado and then (laughs) finding something on the way there and back so. Yeah okay all right. So I guess technically tour maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we drive. We, we drive. drive. We yeah. drive. Yeah, exactly. It's good touring. Have van, we'll travel. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. 
So yeah. with, you know, you guys do play a lot of shows and we see that, you know, following the social media and stuff, which is awesome. Do you have a, it's kind of a two-part question, I guess. And I suppose each have their, and maybe it's a kind of a hard one to answer because I'm sure every, at all, they all have their peaks and their, mm-hmm. and their downs and ups and, but, uh, which one do you prefer? What's your favorite style of venue to play? Yeah. Like typically, I mean. Yeah. And that's, that is hard to answer because, uh, song, singer songwriter, uh, we haven't played here in the copper room yet. I, I'm, I'm imagining this is going to be an awesome place to play when yes. we do. Um, but like Vanguard arts in Sioux city is a listening room and that's one of the best feelings ever. You play, you play your songs, you have people crying in the audience, they're listening or they're singing along to your originals. Uh, that's one of our favorite listening rooms. We also like, uh, Perry, Iowa is a small town in Iowa that we've, we've played at and, uh, they, they love everything. They love our originals. They love covers. That is one of the best shows we've ever played. And we were, we went there to play and make like a hundred bucks. And we've since then come there as much as we can. And it's just a small town. We love finding little gems like that. I mean, sure. that's one of our favorite places to play. Kansas City was amazing, but big cities we found like Omaha and Kansas City. We love playing them, but there's so much going on that people aren't going to go out of their way to come out. If they're already out, they'll listen to you. But if you're in a small town, everybody comes out and everybody's there to have a good time. Sure. So we, it's hard to say because we, we love playing music and we love when people enjoy what we're doing. So we'll take it either way, I guess. So, but we're always going to play our originals, uh, as well as the covers. It just depends on the room. So I love both. We always kind of cater to the room too, but I like both extremes. I like singer songwriter nights where it's quiet and everybody's Mm -hmm. listening. And then I love to see everybody just having fun and drinking and tearing it up. And we'll play a couple covers and then we do an original. And once we got their attention, they listen to our original. They fell in our trap, basically, to listen to our original. Yeah, because people, like sometimes you're playing a party bar and nobody's caring because we're doing all originals, which is how we started. And then we're like... <laughs> How do we get your attention? Yep. Come on, listen. So to then we that. play their favorite song about my dad. Then we play their favorite song, which we like. Song we yeah. we like doing covers too. It's singing our favorite yeah. song. So we do that, get their attention, and then do a cover or do an original. And now people are singing our original songs yeah. at these party bars, yeah. Yeah. which is so cool that you've gained their. Yeah, that same lady that wanted us to play, you know, Simple Man. Okay, I'll play Simple Man. But then she's like, oh, your your love song, Lucky One, can you play that at my wedding? That's my wedding song. It's like, oh, you wouldn't even listen to that if I wouldn't have played Simple Man. Yeah. So that's just kind of the way we've always done that's, it. That's so. what's worked for us. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It's sneaky. It is sneaky. It's... Get, get that uh, CD in their hands for that piece of mm-hmm. gum, and the next thing you know, they come back the next time yeah. and they're singing your yeah. songs. Yeah, I, like, I like your guys' uh, yeah. setup there. And maybe they'll maybe they'll tell somebody about it, or maybe they know somebody that has a has a bar, and you know their friend lives here, and they you know want to hear us, and just you know we it, we look at it as like as if we had a storefront that we built things and sold things that I'm not above buying something wholesale <laughs> that somebody else made and I'll bring it in there just to get you into the store. Yeah. I'm going to sell you something else. Too, like if so. I had a, a shoe store, I'm not going to only sell my brand, my, like these boots. Yeah. Like I this is my boot store. Boots. I only sell these brown boots. I right, hope you, right. I hope yeah. you spend money here. We try to have a big variety mm-hmm. so that we can gain a bigger crowd and yeah. following and and i think that's why we can play almost but we can also so. sell these boots yes so that's kind of how yeah but that's just what we do so yeah but you're yeah he's really good with business and 
well, booking what, and oh my god! I gosh. did sales before this, so yeah. And then I <laughs> and then I hated. I got the big fancy sales job, and then I hated it. And then we saw the opening to do this more, so then we just took off and did this more than full time. And now we both. And now I'm a janitor basically, so I clean toilets and write songs. So happier than I've ever happier, been. So. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah. So where is there a ultimate like down the road? Do you want to be doing this full time? That's probably a silly question. Well, that's the dream, obviously. I mean, we we could right now probably go full time insurance. Uh, you guys were talking to the guy from the Dead Pigeons. I listened to the, and he made me want to move to Canada, like instantly. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, they uh, <laughs> they they give musicians a stipend. They have free health insurance. It's like, why am I here? You know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. health insurance is the main reason we still work. Uh, but yeah, that's the dream. I mean, maybe someday we've also dabbled in like the song singer songwriter stuff from nashville that's where we got married was nashville we did we, a couple songwriter yeah. nights there that was fun so i would so. love to sell a song someday that would be nice yeah. collect yeah. a check in the mail and then we can keep playing music like this you know yeah, a little and, more locally so yeah. i know i've often, i've never gotten real dedicated on checking into some of that how would you sell a song or whatever but yeah. it's intriguing you yeah. know it's like you write a song you're like i think this could be radio worthy or yeah. you know yada yada so it could hit it could fit into a vein but yeah yeah, yeah. all networking yeah. connections nashville's right place the right time right place it's a gamble i mean it really yeah. is there are amazing songwriters out there yeah nashville's amazing i mean we met a lot of cool people we met like the guy that wrote don't take the girl and uh then we wrote met the guy that wrote uh, mama got run over by a reindeer and it's like <laughs> that dude and made you would never guess. his living I mean, off of one song and i'm like i can do that like i'll, I'll live in <laughs> the middle of nowhere south dakota you guys have the crazy life touring and doing all that stuff i'll collect my checks in the mail you know well and then we play songs there and they're like if you get the if the right person yeah. gets a hold of that song like yeah, it's exactly. gonna go i'm like yeah. can you introduce us yeah like, <laughs> can you get this to the yeah. right where person? do we need to yeah. go yeah yeah because and it's weird because like we went there a couple times now and the one time we went there you wait hours just to play one song and and it's like an open mic and there everybody's a musician there's people playing in the entrance way to get into the place to go play a song and there's so many people that want to sell a song and you don't know what song they want to hear so we played one song it's like oh this is our upbeat one no they don't really want that they want and then we played our love song the last day we were there and the one guy's like man if the right person hears that you'll pay off your mortgage and i'm like where where is he you know <laughs> yes. like give me give me it but yeah you wait so, four hours to play know. two songs and then you're done i mean there's mm-hmm. so many musicians and everybody yeah. wants the same thing so it's it's pretty hard so to get through you, how did you guys decide to go do this <laughs> Uh, as far as Nashville, we uh, yeah. it, we're completely random. We uh, we 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 were engaged. We've been together a long time ten more than ten years now. Mm-hmm. We've been dating and we got engaged, and then we didn't get married for a long time. We were trying to plan a, you know, uh, a wedding, and it was like, oh, this is really expensive. Like we don't know what we're gonna do. Well, it wasn't what we wanted. We kept planning for other people, like yeah. what kind of food other people would like, and. We yeah. just got wrapped into that. And I'm like, this isn't what I want at all. What yeah. do you want? He's like, not this. I'm yeah. like, what do we want? And we stepped aside yeah. and decided that me and him were just going to take off to Nashville, Tennessee and get married. Mm-hmm. Game um, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. We, so. we eloped and got married. And it was like this old radio station that was converted into a bunch of small shops. There's like a seamstress here. And then like a whole bunch of di- like small office spaces. And at the end of the hall, there's like a, a door with a neon cross on it. 
And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then we're getting married in there. This and guy's this like, come guy, on in, I'm going to marry One guy you in there, and he got, he married us. And we have like a couple selfies that we took at the wedding. And... We walked in, and there's a leopard couch and yeah. a big picture of Merle Haggard. Yep. And that's it. And we're like, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it <laughs> was awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was perfect for us. And then we went and ate McDonald's afterwards because yeah. we were so damn broke. But yeah. We, and, and, and they had hot mustard. So hot mustard good, sauce is a good, favorite. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> wedding it was, dinner. It was the perfect wedding for us. And yeah. uh, we kind of figured out real quick that every Everybody was kind of mad that we didn't do this and that. And then it, immediately after, it's like, okay, when when are you having kids? And then they, they didn't care anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just kind of did what, that's we what we always And we fell in love with done. Nashville, and that's kind of why we try to go yeah. back every year and yeah. um, just another play avenue. music and yeah. interact with people, meet people, and then we come home. Because it's so expensive to live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so. Yeah, we love the Midwest because we can go anywhere. I mean, we're centrally located. We can go to Minneapolis, Kansas City, right. Omaha. I mean, anywhere is is within reach, and it's cheap to live. That's the only way we can do this as much as we can is because it's so cheap to live in South Dakota. So, Well, I think a lot of times I do step back and, and really – digest and embrace i guess the the part of the country that we do live Mm -hmm. in i mean having south dakota nebraska iowa you know everything is all almost within a stone's throw and uh and the the opportunities we do have Mm -hmm. i mean there's there's no shortage of of places to play and you know like you brought up uh, like some bigger cities earlier you know the nice thing too is like sometimes you go to them bigger cities to play like you said oh you might get a percentage of the door Mm -hmm. but the people got to like you said, either yep. just be there or because they're not probably just coming, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're yeah. not They're not there for you. They're there because they come there every once in a while. You know, mm-hmm. they don't really care who's there. Uh, but they're they're amazing. I mean, there's so many people there. If you if you hit the right show at the right exactly. time, you can yeah. get a huge following. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. there's no uh, there's a definitely a reason why all these bands from Omaha once they get to that point, they have thousands and thousands of followers You're online. Right. But yeah. that's just because there's more people. So yeah. yeah, 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 and totally, you hit the nail on the head. I think with the right place at the right mm-hmm. time too. There's a lot of that involved with yes, it. Yes, yeah. that's that's everything in life, I, I guess yeah. we found out. So we just, if we keep throwing uh, darts at the dartboard, I think we don't know where it's going to go. We just have a feeling it'll be a good place. And uh, I don't need to just be rich. Just being persistent just with doing a, what you love yeah. to do. We just yeah. need to pay the bills and I need to have a conversion van, which I already have. And another guitar. And another <laughs> guitar. And then I'm good. <laughs> then we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe someday You got that, your conversion van, yeah. so now, yeah. Maybe someday that changes, but right now it's it's all good for us, so. Yeah. That's awesome. We love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you should yeah. Uh, definitely. That's a good sounding guitar. Yeah, I hope yeah. I hope get the the fixing job on it goes well because oh, it's yeah. it's really nice sounding Martin. Yeah, I, I think it'll be good. I'll sweat on it less. I think that's what broke it, but who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Boy, you bring up an interesting story. Completely, you said because you said it might be getting a lot of sweat yeah. on that on that part of the guitar. Um, are you familiar with the old blues player Rory Gallagher? No, I'm not. Okay. Off the top of my head, he's an I he's a he's an Irish guy, but he's he's passed away but uh actually i believe it was the guitar player in might have been Jimi hendrix or the guitar player in zz top like these stories that you read i I can't believe i'm drawing a blank between those two people but Mm -hmm. i can't remember who said the quote but uh because they're pretty opposite and kind of guitar players but um one of the two were asked what does it feel like to be the best guitar player in the world Mm -hmm. and they said i don't know you better ask rory gallagher (laughs) because he's 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 amazing like when i first um a friend of mine from harlington who since passed away introduced me to rory gene haver introduced me to rory gallagher and i'm like whoa this guy really does rip a blues guitar but anyway uh he's since passed away he had a but uh he had he played this old stratocaster that 
the finish on the paint and everything was just completely wore yeah. off. And everybody was like, he plays so much. Of course he's going to rip it. It wasn't, he had such a rare blood type oh. that his blood was so like acidic that it actually ate his sweat ate everything off the guitar. I'm just going to say that's what. Oh my do. gosh! Yeah, that, yeah. that's like, really like, cool. Yeah. Uni- it's your blood rare type. blood type. Yeah. It's my yeah. rare blood type. I would yeah. have my never sweat. guessed that. Yeah, I'll be bottling my sweat. By the way, if yes. you need to dissolve anything, <laughs> you know, this is gonna yeah. Help yeah. You get this little, yeah. little red. Blood I inspired too. this. I want a cut of that sweat. Yeah, we'll, they'll like, get a percentage. You know. And this is where the podcast just goes. Yeah, sorry guys. We, we've had some some Ben's Brewing beer, and we're good. It's a Sunday, you know, Sunday fun day. Hey, the beauty of a podcast is it's like no judgment. Yeah, I mean, exactly, uh, exactly. We, we say what we want when yeah. we want to. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I gotta say, I, I was laughing. I, I missed what I missed the whatever whatever we uh, had that went funny there. So. Yeah, my it's guitar different. broke, and basically we got to get it fixed. So yeah. Yeah. we'll be taking donations. We'll yeah. take twenties, hundreds, fifties, anything. Oh, so yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah, you bet. So we had any certain? You're probably going to stick with Martins, I suppose, for your next guitar. Then or? I don't know because I've looked at other Martins. I've been have I have this weird thing in me. I want to have one that nobody else has. So I've been looking at an Australian company called Cole Clark Guitars, and. Uh, I've I've looked him up. The only person I've ever known that plays him, I can't even think of his name now. That's terrible. I shouldn't have led into that way. But it's an Australian company that makes really good guitars. And I looked him up, and I, I might just order one just to say I did. And then I can always return it if it sucks. But I I, I always just want that guitar that hey nobody's got that guitar, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe that. But I I love my Martin. I I will always probably keep a Martin. Uh, I just want something different too. So switch it up. Yeah. Right. Who knows what it'll be. As long as it sounds good, it doesn't yeah. really matter, right? Well, I mean, as far as me playing it, I, I just bear claw it anyway. So I need something that can take a beating and uh, <laughs> and not fall apart and sound decent. So, yeah. <laughs> that that reminds me of um, your poor guitars, Ted. My poor guitars? Yeah. Like, you're a pretty heavy strummer. So... Um, you gotta have one that's durable. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah like, and... wait a minute. Am I saying something wrong here? Like, you're giving me like, this totally gotta, blank like, look. Like... My wife is telling me I'm a bad guitar player. No, on our podcast. Yeah. No, but like... when you strum, like, you get after it. And I think about this punk days. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. totally yeah. your punk influence. Mm-hmm. And it's like no holding like... back. Yeah. yeah. I always got. I was. I usually always have a, another guitar with me because I'm prone to breaking strings. You know. Okay. So it's like instead of like stopping the show to go change a string, be like, mm-hmm. just have the other one. Yeah. See, and I've, I've right. only so ever broken know. a string one time, and I felt really cool when I did it because <laughs> I play. I can't play with a pick. Uh, I only play with my hands just because I started with bass, and yeah. So like, once we get going in the summer, my hands will be all swollen up from strumming for four hours. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's worth it. You could play banjo then, right? With that, I don't yeah. know. Maybe picking style. I don't know. You do? Never tried. Hmm. <laughs> it's maybe six string banjo. I'll play I, a cheater uh, one. I hear a, that, that's a new have, instrument a coming into the mix for you guys. Yeah, right? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, it's good to switch things up and keep it fresh. It is good. You know, we'll, we'll just we'll just <laughs> do a uh, we'll do a pop country album with some banjo. Oh gosh! And uh, <laughs> you know, just try to hit all the all the marks. Right. And a little do. I'll learn the flute. Yeah, little doo wop banjo. I've never heard that. There you go. Hey, there you go. Yeah. It's funny though. Those six string banjos. You look at the history of them. Which, if I can offer any advice, if you do go to buy one, don't get one online. We were talking about, like, uh, earlier we were talking about um, 
acoustic basses. Yeah. And I think like 90% of them just sound like yeah. hell. Um, Get Joes or banjo guitars, whatever you want to call them. They're the same way, man. Yeah. Like you, we picked through a bunch of them before you'd find one. It was like you'd pick one up, and be like, "How the freaking hell would you ever want to play that?" But you just got to find the right yeah, one. Yeah, and then you got to find one that sounds good, or one that you can maybe plug in and maybe make it sound good on on a PA as well. Right. But yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And maybe maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get one of those too. Mm. So they're just talking <laughs> me into buying more more instruments. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, and of course, this is you know after you are playing even higher end venues and like yeah. bringing in the bigger cash and like somebody go. did buy that song and you'll have all this extra money. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So you have to buy more instruments. Got to do that. I got to spend it somewhere. I already right. got my dream vehicle. What else am I going to buy? <laughs> <laughs> oh your your com- conversion van. Conversion van. Green one. Oh, that macho thing is van. beautiful. Macho did van. Did you guys drive it's that so here? It's so beautiful. No, it we takes didn't. so much gas. It's our tour bus, but we don't take it. I was yeah. Hoping we might get to go trips. cruise around with you. In it well, you can. We can just take you <laughs> yeah, we'll around back. the block. We'll come yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't bring it today, but uh, but yeah, that's that's my everyday driver. My macho ma- Matt, my macho van. Matt watches movies in the back yeah. while there's we're a VCR driving. tape player yep. in there. Yep. So we got all kinds of weird stuff in there. Right on. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Well, I think uh, we'll probably work on wrapping this up. Thank you guys so much for coming in. And lastly, um, this is your podcast, right? So uh, feel free to, we're going to list everything on the bottom of this episode when when people look it up for your contacts um, and uh, ways that everybody can find you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will probably air like three weeks from now. So uh, whatever okay. whatever shows you want to say you got coming up to or whatever, but uh, yeah. uh, and the podcast, uh Roll with it. Let the audience know everything they can do to contact you and find your music and and every all that good stuff. Yeah, just find us on social media. Uh, we're at LRMM Show on every social media. I think we have all of them now. But uh, LRMMShow.com. We have 14 shows in June, so whenever this comes out, I don't know, but there's a list there. So you, you'll you'll we'll be the zombie ones playing uh, everywhere on June. Uh, just find us where, and if you need us for a private party, we we look really good next to pools uh, in swimming. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, yeah, just let us know. <laughs> Reach out to speedo. us. Yeah, we're no, I don't do speedos. Maybe I don't know. They look, look good with suspenders, but maybe I think I don't a know. speedo and that's, suspenders would be all right. Maybe I don't yeah. know. That's a good song title, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Speedo and yeah. suspenders. Yeah. I feel like that's um, a calendar subject. You know, you could do a whole calendar full of. Well, she chubby guys and yeah. speedos and suspenders. Yeah. I think you're that's talk, a good idea. Her, yeah. her, her, her uh, that's that's talk all my her. language. Yes, all her. But yeah, look us up online. There might be chubby guys with suspenders and speedos on uh, LRMM show. <laughs> yeah, and just yeah, come find us wherever we're playing. We're everywhere. So and your music is it digital platforms we can yep, find. We're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, right on. anywhere. So YouTube, I think it's on there too. So and we'll be sure to put links to all that in the comments um, when this podcast airs. Awesome. But want to thank you guys again. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. For yeah, coming to awesome. Yankton. <laughs> yeah. For sitting down. We got to know you a little bit better. And I just, I look forward to more conversations and more camaraderie in the future. And well, well with that keep... being said, we did come up and I'm going to leave the audience hanging, Ooh. but we oh. did come up with the next podcast that we're all going to do together. Oh yeah. We have something oh, in yes. store for you all. It's going to be a little while, but you something is coming down the pipe. For this. Yeah. But yeah. that's good. Cause then that means we're going to keep this podcast thing going. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'd love to come back anytime you guys need us. Uh, and we are around, we will, we will be here. So we have nothing else to do. So we, otherwise we're <laughs> sleeping. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> or playing a gig somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Playing playing music, working, or sleeping. That's yeah, all. Yeah. So, Well, thank you again, guys, for coming out. And till thank next time. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you next thank time, you. guys. Thank right. you so much. Well, Ted, I think I can speak for the both of us when I say that was a blast. That was a lot of fun. Brian and Tiff were great, man. That was, that was a lot of fun to sit and do. I love Tiff's spark, and I love Brian's personality and just really fun people to get to know better. So, Ted, why don't you tell everyone more about this podcast? Well, we, uh, we're we glad you tuned in, everybody. And uh, there's multiple things you can do to help us little uh, podcasters up in this neck of the woods. Um, first off, if you'd like to write a review and uh, tell us what you like what we're doing or what we can improve on and uh, all that. Um, we are available on most all podcast platforms, Apple, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, some of the names keep, there's so many of them that they, Google, Google Podcasts, um, but tune into them, subscribe, write a review. Share. Share. Yeah. I mean, as simple as telling a friend about it, tune into this. These guys are, even if you just think we're dorks or are good at this, one, you know, tell them to tune in. We like seeing, uh, we like seeing our numbers grow. Um, so definitely do that. I definitely want to give Brian a shout out on his podcast as well. Yeah, um, he's got absolutely. the world community. Um, and a shout out to Ben Hanton for all of his wonderful help in getting these podcasts up and going. And for, for the live allowing, music in town. Yeah, yeah, for all he does and allowing us to use this space here in the Copper Room to record these. Um, it would just, we couldn't have got this going without his help. So super thankful. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, until next time, keep on a plucking.